If you ever had any doubt that human beings were difficult, changeable creatures, just read today's gospel. In nine verses, we go from all who were present spoke favorably of him, and they marveled at the appealing discourse that came from his lips, to they rose up and expelled him from the town, leading him to the brow of the hill on which it was built, and intending to hurl him over the edge. Nine verses. What could Jesus have said in between to evoke such a change in people? Well, the answer, of course, is that he challenged them. He spoke an uncomfortable truth about their unwillingness to accept him. Now, from what we have in the text, it appears that they were accepting him just fine at first. But he knew what was in their hearts. And their marveling at his discourse may have had some cynical edge to it. And when they start asking, isn't this the son of Joseph? It is with disbelief. And so he called them on it. And before you know it, we have a howling mob of villagers with torches and pitchforks ready to do him in. Jesus pointed out that their words didn't match what was in their hearts, and his words nearly got him killed. Words are powerful, and they have the ability to hurt or to heal, but ultimately we're judged not just on what we say, but also on what we do and on what is in our hearts. St. Paul knew that words can be easy. It's easy to say the right thing and then do the wrong thing. He writes, If I speak with human tongues and angelic as well, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong, a clashing cymbal. But Paul also understood that words don't last. When he wrote, Prophecies will cease, tongues will be silent, and knowledge will pass away. But love never fails. This epistle reading for tonight from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 has got to be the most common reading chosen for weddings. Probably 90% of the weddings that I've done in the last 30 years have used that reading. And it works at weddings because it calls people to a deeper understanding about love. Love isn't the same thing as romance, and it's not just a feeling we have. This was the major insight in Scott Peck's classic book, The Road Less Traveled, that love is not just a feeling, but is a decision that we make. It's something we commit to, and it is a commitment that we renew with each new decision. If love is just a feeling, then as soon as our feelings change for whatever reason, then there is nothing to sustain a relationship. Love is the same between two people as it is the love that binds a Christian community together. It's not just a feeling, it's a decision. Love is an act of will. So what I want to ask you today is to make a decision to love. In whatever life you choose or whatever vocation God calls you to, pursue it because of love. 
Don't settle for what seems to feel right or what feels good. Don't settle for a career or a relationship because it seems the most logical or the most efficient, the most secure or the most productive. Choose love every time. And that's not easy, because to choose love is also to choose sacrifice. Sometimes choosing love means choosing something that may be painful to me or good for the good of another or for the good of many other people. To choose love can mean choosing to act in accordance with the truth, even if it's unpopular and even if in the short run it makes you unhappy. In the long run, to choose love is to choose to act in accord with God's will because God is love. Seeking God's will and acting in accord with it is what ultimately gives our life meaning and brings us lasting joy.